A portion of today's video is sponsored by Grammarly. Hello, my dudes. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and discuss things relevant to social issues and media. Today, we're going to explore my beauty and body typing obsession. I'm sure we've all come across dozens of arbitrary systems and typings and quizzes that claim they can pinpoint your style and turn you into your best, most attractive self. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In this video, I'm going to be the test subject because I just really don't know what to wear. So first, let's do a little get ready with me. Okay, I immediately just realized there is nothing I would rather do less. There's obviously a lot here, but every time I go to get dressed, I have that classic feeling of I have nothing to wear. I think a big part of this is the fact that the last few years have been such a whirlwind. Like pre-COVID, I was 24, still in college. Now I'm 27 and I still don't know what a going out top is. Especially working from home, I feel disconnected from any sense of style, whatever semblance I used to have. You can't see, but I'm wearing Christmas pajamas. It's March. I'm sure all of us find ourselves in bodies and ages and life circumstances that we don't quite recognize, and that is super overwhelming. So out of curiosity and desperation, I have found myself falling down this rabbit hole of typing tests, reading blogs and articles. Have you seen the TikTok color analysis filter thing? That too. I have convinced myself that there must be some degree of truth in this. Maybe there is a magical perfect equation that can create the ideal wardrobe for me. Then I can finally feel hot and confident. If there's one thing I love, it's putting myself in a box in a fun way. I don't know if it's like a big millennial inclination, but I love quizzes, personality tests, INFP, Enneagram Type 4, Libra Sun, Pisces Moon, Capricorn Rising. In addition to that, the internet has, dare I say, too many tests, articles, and blog posts recommending what I should look like. What's the ideal haircut for my face shape? Find your signature makeup style. And of course, body types. What shape and or fruit are you? If internet tests can't tell me what I am, how am I supposed to know? But really, I do think there is something comforting in finding things like the Zodiac or these personality tests that seem to validate who, what, and why we are. However, as much as I would like to believe it's that simple, do these results confirm things about us or do we conform to the results? Before we continue, this portion of today's video is sponsored by Grammarly. Grammarly is a digital writing assistant that can help you write more clearly and effectively. Communication is a big part of life and often our work, even if you don't have a writing job. Grammarly can catch mistakes, redundant phrases, wordiness, and more. No need to reread your emails a dozen times before you send them. I'm talking about me. Grammarly Premium also has tone rewrite suggestions that can help you communicate with more confidence. Sometimes when I write online, I struggle to get Get the right tone across and especially in work emails 
I can be a little bit too passive. So here's an example. Instead of sounding uncertain, these quick changes can help me sound more confident and self-assured. I think Grammarly can be a really useful tool for anyone. My husband actually has been a huge fan of Grammarly for years. He uses it for all of his writing from emails to cover letters, even like birthday cards, which I find very sweet. You can download Grammarly and easily integrate it wherever you work, be it Google Docs, Microsoft Word, Gmail, to name a few. The right tone can move your projects forward with the help of Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com slash Tiffany Ferg to sign up for an account. And if you'd like to level up your writing and tone, upgrade to Grammarly Premium for 20% off. So let's take some tests. By the way, if you struggle with body image, I would not recommend measuring or trying to type yourself in these kind of ways. You can judge if you're in the right headspace to handle this, but I totally understand if this is not the episode for you. I can't even overstate how confusing these tests are. The questions are actually very difficult. Like, how is your body shape? Dry, lean, long, like that's an option. How can your body be dry? I don't look slightly shorter than I am, but I do look slightly short. Very moderate jaw. I have a totally D nose. My hands though are A. To me, this is moderate because it's the only hand I know, but there's also delicate and small. If you need more help, there are explainers and videos and subreddits, but I'm still lost. So starting with the Kibby body types, which I think is the most confusing system. I actually did a whole collab series about this years ago, if you wanna hear more. And you'd think like, it's been years since I learned about this, I should understand it, apparently not. But anyway, for that series, I paid for a Kibby consultation with a blogger who specializes in body typing. I'm not gonna try to explain everything again in detail because it's a lot, but essentially there are 13 Kibby types and these types are based on your facial features, your flesh, and your bone structure. The Kibby system can be so hard to understand and I think it's really hard to be objective about yourself. You'll see questions like, are your shoulders broad, sloped, or rounded? Again, I still could not tell you with full confidence. Hence why I went to a pro, but technically only David Kibbe himself is allowed to verify anyone's type, which is very convenient, David. You're like literally gatekeeping your whole method. Come on, but really don't get me started on uh, the Kibbe universe. It's, it's fascinating. When I say rabbit hole, that's a rabbit hole. But let's rewind. What is the point of these sorts of tests? Whether it's body types or your colors or your style, all of these systems kind of share a broader general philosophy. Basically, you're using fashion design principles like balance, proportion, and contrast. As we all know, one size does not fit all. So instead of trying to adhere to all the trends or the ideal body shape that is in style, we learn more about our body, face, and features. We try to find things that fit us rather than trying to fit into things. The goals are make shopping and getting dressed easier, find your signature styles, figure out what makes you comfortable and confident. This can potentially even save you money and be less wasteful long-term if you can buy less items and get more wear out of them. I think the most useful part of this for me is figuring out exactly what to search when I want to find people with similar bodies. Of course, you can get fashion inspo from people of all sizes and styles, but there is something particularly helpful in seeing representation and real life examples of bodies like yours. Instead of just searching my size jeans, I can search my size, my height, short legs, rectangle, or apple. That might be too much, but it's probably my best chance at finding fashion creators who have really similar proportions, and maybe, just maybe, I can finally find the perfect jeans that fit me the way I want. 
These systems tend to say it's less about telling you what not to wear. It's not about hiding or covering different parts of yourself. It's about showing off your features and finding things that harmonize. But aren't those kind of two sides of the same coin? Genuine question. Ultimately, it is about dressing in a way that flatters your features. And I do think the concept of what is flattering is very fascinating. I questioned that a little bit in my original Kibbe series. And I think that's always relevant to re-examine. Of course, I care about wearing things that flatter me, but I still want to question like what ideals and what standards am I adhering to? Whose gaze are we trying to appeal to? So all of that is basically how these systems and methods are pitched, the ideal of getting these kind of results. But I do have my criticisms and my questions, of course. I think it's always important to mention many of these systems were not inclusive or diverse, especially when they were created in terms of race, body size aesthetics, like David Kibbe's book in the 80s had pretty much only thin white women as the examples. It's so wild to say there are 13 body types. Look at how different they are. It is possible to find more representation, though I've found that you do have to search harder to find it. You have to type more specific terms. So finally, let's get into my style. I want to show what I currently wear, how I would like to dress, and then I'll reveal how I'm supposed to dress according to the tests. So currently I am a very jeans and a t-shirt kind of gal, more accurately jeans and a mock neck or a turtleneck. I've been wearing bootcut jeans, straight leg, wide leg. Colors I typically reach for are black, white, orange, yellow, and a lot of greens. I love chunky shoes. And if I had to call one thing my cartoon character outfit, it would be this. Turtleneck, bootcut jeans, doc boots, and my very practical little Columbia jacket. So what's my problem with how I currently dress? I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's the worst. I found this on one of the quizzes I took, ironically. And it's pretty accurate. Like, I feel like it's all just a little bit bland. I haven't been putting any effort into making outfits. I'm really just pairing basics together and wearing clothes because I have to. So my goal is to get to a point where I get dressed and actually get excited about what I'm wearing. Part two, how I would like to dress or the sort of aesthetics I like. I'm definitely big into earth tones, autumnal color palettes. I found that I really like this account on Instagram, Noelle and Fox. Her style for years has just been like so many things I love. And if I could change like my natural hair, I would love if I had like brown kind of wavy hair that I could cut really short, like in a nice bob, maybe with some bangs. And part three, this is how I'm supposed to dress according to my types. Let's start with seasonal color analysis. This theory basically looks at your skin tone, your natural hair color, Are you warm, cool, or neutral? And how much contrast is in your features? Based on that, you're assigned a season and usually a subtype. There's a lot of different language used, but it can be anything like light, bright, true, soft, warm, cool, deep, clear. And then finally, you're given a recommended palette for clothing, makeup, and even sometimes hair colors. Your colors are supposed to make you look fresh, vibrant, and maybe a little younger. And bad colors apparently make you look dull, gray, not great. While I've been writing this, Sophia Nygaard recently posted a video getting her color analysis done, which was very interesting. But I've seen this color analysis thing be very popular, especially 
probably because of the TikTok filter, which is definitely not an accurate way to figure out your season, but I think it's piqued people's interest. I think typing yourself can be hard unless you're really using those swatches or you have someone to help you. I honestly can't even tell the difference often between warm or cool tones. I really do not have the eye for it. Therefore, once again, I felt compelled to consult a professional. I actually paid for my color analysis on Etsy like a year ago. It's finally coming in handy. According to that consultant, I am a soft summer. I'm cool toned, low contrast, and these are my colors. Lots of dusty, muted, kind of grayish tones. So when I got this right off the bat, I was a little bit bummed because like, again, the styles I like or I like on other people are a lot of the autumn-y kind of palette. Even for makeup, as you know, I tend to wear very warm, like orangey eyeshadows. So my first struggle was like, I don't even own a cool makeup palette. I don't own a lot of cool clothing, especially in these specific colors, the pinks, the purples. And this is where color seasons gets tricky to me. Like sometimes you will have conflict between the colors you like in general, what you're drawn to, and apparently what would suit you best. And to add to that, back to my Kibby body type, I am a soft classic. I'm just a big softy, I guess. Classics are moderate and balanced with a bit of softness or curve, meaning I'm not very angular. I'm supposed to wear things that are soft, smooth, symmetrical. Fabric should be light to moderate weight that will drape softly and flow easily without being clingy. Basically, I'm supposed to avoid anything overly tailored, sharp, ornate, wide, boxy, baggy, chunky, heavy. Classic is very like neutral, again balance, nothing too much one way or the other. So here are some, you know, Pinterest pictures and things that I should apparently be going for. And apparently Kirsten Dunst is a good celeb comparison for me. I think she might be a soft summer or similar and she's apparently a soft classic. Finally, we get into the experiment, AKA I went shopping to try to find some things that suit what I'm supposed to wear. I was looking for a blazer. I actually don't own a blazer. Trousers would love to get a good pair of trousers. And then I just wanted kind of more elevated basic tops, even if they have like one little touch that's nice. And then obviously things within my palette. Sheridan came shopping with me, which was very nice. So she could help me confirm that things were in fact aligning to my new rules. Because usually I would reach for kind of funky things, little weird things, or go for my usual favorites like a turtleneck. Now I will say it is kind of nice walking into a store and only focusing on the exact colors and shapes that you're looking for, the things that are quote unquote suitable. So I could just tune out everything else. So as I'm shopping, I'm pretty much just looking for like business casual kind of stuff. Actually this shirt, is one of the pieces I bought. Um, spoiler, I don't like it and I'm going to return it, but I thought I would wear it for this section. I'm trying on blouses. I'm trying on trousers. Unfortunately, I never found any trousers even close to what I wanted. I went to an unnamed store that you may know of that does not have mirrors in the dressing room, which I find atrocious. They have more of a community little fashion try-on space because everyone wants to try on clothing and look at themselves and judge the pieces with an audience. As if shopping and dressing rooms weren't bad enough. My internal dialogue while trying on all of these clothes was like, first of all, why is getting dressed such a struggle? Am I having a style crisis or am I just bored? Am I just doing all of this to justify buying some new things? Which... Maybe. And most of all, why am I gonna force myself to buy business casual stuff when I'm a YouTuber who works from home? What am I doing? 
But I think the biggest issue, as I tried on piece after piece, was I just didn't feel like myself. These soft classic items didn't feel right to me in terms of vibes. And this is where another typing system comes in. You thought we were done? This is essence. If your body type is your outside, your essence is your inside, you know? More of your personality, your energy, your vibe. So I have a soft classic body type, but do I have the matching classic essence? Individuals with this style essence create an overall visual impression of formality, elegance, and conservatism. None of that matches how I feel, and I don't really want to be given off those vibes. Well, then what am I? So I fall down this rabbit hole, and the essences are similar to the Kibbe body types, but slightly different. So you have dramatic, gamine, natural, classic, romantic, ingenue, and angelic slash ethereal. And at this point in the research process, my brain was so tired. I could not process information anymore. All of this just sounded like nonsense to me, but I pushed through and I took some more quizzes. And apparently my main essence, you can have multiple, my main essence is natural. Quote, a lot of your fashion sense revolves around comfort, mobility, agility, and natural beauty. Another blog says, laid back, relaxed, simple, and practical. Now that is pretty accurate. I just like casual, comfortable, functional clothing. So can I reconcile my essence and my type? I'm learning all these things, but what if they don't go well together? What if they completely contradict? Like my natural essence, doesn't that kind of go against everything that classic is supposed to be? Okay, so I'm finally going to show you the few things I bought and I'm not fully convinced about all of them yet. So let me know if they're worth keeping, but I'm trying to style them into outfits that actually work with some things I already own. That was immediately one of the biggest struggles was like, how do I do this without literally reinventing my entire wardrobe? But hopefully I can make a couple things work. So let's start with a blazer. Okay, here we are. First, I thought I would start with kind of an attempt at a more monochromatic look. I don't really wear this combination very often. So overall, I guess I like this more than I thought I would. Looking at it again, like the blazer to me just still feels so business casual professional that it's hard for me to get over that. <laughs> the rest of the outfit I obviously would wear in general, so that's not crazy. I do really like the shade of the blazer. I think it goes very well with my eyes. I'm just like, what What occasion would I wear this to? What, what sort of outfit is this? If I kept this, when would I actually wear it? Or would I actually wear it? Like, would I throw this on over another casual outfit and it would be able to work as just like a jacket? Okay, I think I definitely like it more with the sleeves rolled up. It just feels a little more cash. And the jeans, these jeans are very tight. I actually haven't worn them in a while, so maybe that's part of it. But overall, I think this outfit is decent. I think it looks good. I just don't know if I would voluntarily wear it. Okay, next up we have this sweater that I already own. I think this is in my palette. You can do a teeny little French tuck, but honestly the length is kind of perfect for what I would want a sweater to be. But I wanted to test how this looks with the blazer. It might ruin it. <laughs> I just wanna know like how versatile would the blazer be? If I did indeed keep it, what could I pair it with? Um, again, I don't know. I don't know if the mules are working with this. These jeans are just feeling like skinny jeans to me. And lately I've been, you know, wanting to wear more wide leg kind of jeans. So that's throwing me off. But I think if I wore wide leg jeans, it would look too, too wide, too loose, too unstructured. 
Yeah, I think the color combination of the pink and the blue is cute, but I feel like I'm going to the office. If you would like to book me to come speak at your university or school, let me know and I will show up in this exact outfit. I promise. Okay, next up we have this dress, minty green dress, paired with some of my favorite little clogs. I will say this might be my favorite. I love a summer dress. If you have seen my clothing rental reviews, I wear this sort of dress often. I lovingly say it's my Mormon mommy blogger look, which, I mean, am I wrong? Come on. I do really love the color of the dress on me as well. It's a color that I enjoy, but I also, well, I'm trying to judge. You be the judge. You let me know. Is this a flattering color on me? What I love about this kind of dress is that it makes me feel like potentially a kindergarten teacher, like in a Miss Honey way. And that's what I always want. I think this one's a win. I'm very, very tempted to keep. And this is for comparison. I wanted to show this dress compared to the green one. Is this dress right for me? Why did I pick it in this color? Probably because the shade was slightly more on sale than the others. Um, is a dark navy the right color for me? I don't think it looks that bad looking in the mirror and I do have it paired with my silly uh, little black clogs, my little old lady shoes. I love them, okay? Don't say anything. And next up we have this kind of faux wrap top. I have it paired with this gingham skirt. It's probably supposed to be a midi. It's almost a maxi on me. And the good old clogs are making a return. Okay, looking in the mirror, I love this. Hold on. Yeah, I feel like this looks like surprisingly good with this skirt, which is nice because I actually haven't found that many tops that I have that go well with it. So that's cute. The soft classic silhouette probably would prefer an actual midi on me, but again, maybe I could consider getting some of my midi things, you know, tailored. And I wanted to try it with another skirt. So this is a slip skirt. I bought it in black thinking that I would wear it a lot. And guess what? I haven't. So that's tragic. And maybe, just maybe, maybe the contrast is a little much for me. Body analysts in the comments, let me know. Yeah, this video, I'm like, oh no, I'm subjecting myself to literally inviting comments about my body and what I'm wearing. Oh no, in my fashion sense. Will I regret it? Perhaps. Unless, again, someone can tell me exactly what to wear or say, girl, you look hot and all of it, congratulations. In which case I would say, thank you. And now we reach the end. What are my final thoughts on all of this? Honestly, like literally, I know I've said I'm confused. I'm still confused. The more I've researched this, I can't decide whether I want to buy into it or whether it's complete nonsense. I think there's some truth to it, but I'm almost like, I wanna opt out. I don't need this. <laughs> but one big takeaway I had was like, is this more about the, the testing process itself rather than actually taking the results and making changes? Like the fact that I got my kibby typing done, I paid for my color analysis and then didn't use either of them for like at least a year. That very fact that I felt kind of done once I knew my type, but I didn't do anything to actually change my appearance or my shopping habits. That's interesting. Is that just me? Could be. And I still feel conflicted about the testing process because on one hand, I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is just for for giggles. But also the process got me so in my head. I got really obsessive about the research, trying to learn details about my type. And then wondering like at the worst, am I just body checking? Like I'm constantly looking at myself in the mirror. What kind of lines am I seeing? Am I now trying to justify my body? You know, instead of maybe trying to be the mainstream ideal, whether it's like a Bella Hadid type or something. I'm like, okay, I'm not Bella Hadid. But now I find myself 
aiming for another more specific ideal, I'm like, oh, I have to be the soft classic ideal. What does that look like? It's attainable because apparently that's my body type. But again, especially with all these celebrity comparisons, I'm like, oh yeah, I just have to be Dakota Johnson. Oh, that's that's easy. That's as unattainable as any other like beauty standard, you know? At one point I thought maybe dressing for my type and my body and my colors might actually solve all of my body image issues and my self-confidence issues. Shockingly, that did not happen. Hmm. I stay disappointed that there is no uh, easy fix to my problems. My next takeaway was kind of about like the shopping process in general, like being in a mall, being reminded what clothing is. Shopping fast fashion, ready to wear clothing that is mass produced. I was like, honestly, okay, maybe some tailoring could help these things fit me better. But by the end of it, I was like, I don't wanna even shop in stores anymore. This is stupid. If I wanna fit my exact body and my colors, I'm gonna have to sew my own wardrobe which I have wanted to learn or work on my sewing more, but realistically, I should probably start with like one item and see, you know, I I believe in myself. But yeah, I definitely had those moments trying things on, being upset that they didn't fit right, where I had to remind myself, again, it's not me, it's that these are mass-produced clothing. They can't possibly fit everyone right, even if you're looking at the right silhouettes. And the last takeaway was getting dressed, looking at my closet and wondering, Is my regular clothing that I've been wearing so offensive that people would stop me in the street and be like, oh my God, that's so unharmonious. Is my current wardrobe so bad? And no, it's not. It's fine, it does the job. I am clothed. I have an abundance of clothing. I don't want to trick myself into like potentially another consumer's trap. Maybe these body type things and the Pinterest rabbit holes are all to try to get us to buy a whole new wardrobe because that would help stimulate the economy. (laughs) No, but really, I mean, it's like, again, consumer identities. We feel this shared bond and we go buy things. But I do want to resist that. I'm not going to let myself just go out and buy a whole new wardrobe, even if I could afford to do so, which I cannot. But I will say over time, I think I will still consider these new rules or guidelines. When I go shopping, maybe I'll keep an eye out for things that are in my palette. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll keep looking for my perfect pair of trousers. I guess the like healthiest way or the most positive way to use any of these systems is like take what's helpful to you, leave the rest. If you feel like these systems are just restrictive and make you feel bad about yourself, then absolutely drop it. If there's anything where you're like, you know what, that actually is useful, then that's great. Overall, I just wanna find more clothing that makes me feel fun and happy. And if it doesn't fit my palette or my body type, I just want to be having a good time. Yeah, I think I'm done uh, hyper analyzing my own appearance for a little while. So hopefully I can just drop that. Get back to hyper focusing on internet trends. So that is all. Thank you so much for watching this video. I very much appreciate you. I hope that you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Grammarly for sponsoring today's episode. Click the link in the description to get your special offer. And a big thank you to my patrons. I create a bonus video every month on Patreon and we do a monthly live stream if you want to support my channel. Extra thank yous to my executive producer tier, including Face, Abby Hayden, Eric Danielson, Freshly Laundered, Jackie King, Jill Hoffman, Julie Leva, Matthew Gray, Megan Collins, MegCat33, Nicole Louise, Sarah Kemi, Stevie May, Tom Walker, Treffa, and VivianOladun.com. Thank you for being patrons. If you didn't see my last video, it is about RV 
family vloggers, you can watch it here if you haven't seen it yet. Stay tuned for future internet analysis videos. Okay, thanks, bye. Hello, um, I'm here for the board meeting. I'm here for the board meeting. Hello, my name is Mrs. Girlboss. 